0: Well, your strength training is great, but if you don't fuel your muscle, you're not going to grow. You're going to stay in a state of what uh, we call catabolism, which is just breaking breaking down. So, We need to have a little bit of anabolic effect, and we need um, nutrition for that. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to The Real Health Podcast.
1: Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is Lane. Got Dr. B here early in the morning. He's eating his bowl of, um, I don't really know all that is, but that's a big bowl. And uh, we're going to speak to part two or another part of Pillar of Health. You're going to say something because I'm curious of what's in that bowl. Mm. Well,
0: it's about halfway gone now. <laughs> <clears throat> it's uh, frozen blueberries, okay? Uh, grass-fed Greek yogurt, um, and then... One Degree is the company that makes a sprouted um, glyphosate-free, gluten-free granola. I throw on top, a little honey. Where do you get the granola, people are going to ask? Yeah, um, Whole Foods. Okay. It's called One Degree. Um, and on the, big, on the front, it's called Farmers. We know it's the cleanest, in, in my opinion, it's sprouted glyphosate-free, um, ancient grain-based granola. And actually, Costco... We're not sponsored Costco, by day. Just No, we're not. <laughs> but Costco has the massive bowl... A massive bag of uh, of
1: oats sprouted. Oh, yeah, the yellow bag. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The sprouted okay. yep.
0: uh, gluten-free oats. Um, super clean. I feel really uh, good off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm eating. And we're talking about nutrition today, so.
1: Perfect fit. Apropos. There you go. So part one, if you go back to pillar of health or just the pillars of health that we're doing, I'm sure Dr. Barrett doesn't, I don't know if we're going to know how many actual parts we're going to do of this because we're just going to continue going with pillars of health the first one was strength training. Make sure you go back and listen to that. I've actually had some good feedback with that one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just because it's uh, it it's laid a strong foundation. Yeah, pun intended. Uh huh. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, I've, same. I've
0: had a, quite a few patients mention like, oh man, yeah, I know I need to do that. And um, and again, because the most important thing that you could do, really long term from a from a body composition standpoint, is is hold on for dear life the
1: muscle that you made Mm -hmm. because everything's going to try to break that stuff down. Yeah, Yeah, so make sure you go back and listen to Part (laughs) 1. I keep saying Part 1, but Episode 31, Strength Training, Pillar of Health. Today we're going to talk about nutrition, which I'm sure is a very uh, passionate um, topic for Dr. Barrett. But before we do, just real quick, Armor Beauty is now open at Armor Health, which is in the um, West Knoxville location Real quickly, you want to talk about Armor Health for maybe thirty, sixty seconds of just an overview? Yeah, Armor Beauty is really um Armor Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is really
0: just set up to
1: serve um
0: with uh facials or waxing or eyebrow uh eyelash extensions and um just he- healthy, also healthy topical um products that you can put on your face. And uh and so the team here is amazing and uh and they're here set up, serve you. And those kind of capacities, I noticed your eyelashes were a little longer. Uh, oh, oh, thank you. Uh-huh. That's right.
1: <laughs> no, the, the setup looks amazing. The, the the looks yeah, it does. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that for you guys. Nutrition, pillar of health. We talk about it almost every episode. We do. What's okay, I know, and we talk about it every episode, and it's a it's a basis for every episode. But why a pillar of health? Like, what what do we, what are the listeners going to get from today? Well, your strength training is great, but if you don't
0: fuel your muscle, you're not going to grow. You're going to stay in a state of what we call catabolism, which is just breaking breaking down. So we need to have a little bit of anabolic effect, and we need um, nutrition for that. Also, if we look at, I'm just going to say my market, which is mainly moms, um, they don't eat enough, man they They run around with kids and they forget to eat or they snack, so it kind of satiates them for a second, but they don't eat three solid meals a day with a lot of protein and we see it we see it af- affect them. We see it in their hormones, their hormones start to get disrupted, their cycle becomes irregular, they stop ovulating they start uh they stop um, sleeping well at night. Um, brain fog. So these are all symptoms of under eating. They're gaining weight mm-hmm. because the body's in hibernation mode. So they start to gain weight around the midsection. They become what we call skinny fat. And again, their thyroid starts to downregulate. So they start losing hair and nails and like, oh, well, it's just postpartum or, oh, it's just, you know, the third baby, you know, whatever culture is going to tell you, it's a lie. You're, you're more than likely under and so today, I just want to lay the foundation of what nourishment looks like so that you can get your cycle back, your hormones regulated, your sleep is, uh, sh- is solid, mm-hmm. and you're truly living uh, an optimal, optimal life.
1: You said something just a minute ago that a question popped in my mind because it even happens to me sometimes when moms or, or, or men too could get so busy that they just don't eat, and the thing that they could say, and I even would tell you too, if for instance, yesterday, uh, for me, yeah. yesterday I was blessed to be busy, I hate saying so busy, and blessed to be busy, that I think I, I, I know that I underate, but I wasn't hungry, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people I feel like that are walking around that eat one massive meal a day, right. and they'll say, well, I'm just not hungry, Yeah, what's right. happened, what, what, well, does are that you, make sense?
0: Are you hungry if you were to run um, a race, or play sports, or run a marathon no you don't you're not hungry while you're running mm, that's good you're hungry when you rest mm. the problem is we're not resting enough to initiate hunger Ooh. there's two modes of the nervous system you're either in rest and digest okay we also call it feed and breed which is hormones okay fertility digestive um, function or your fight or flight so um if you're on the go, and you're making cortisol and, and adrenaline, you're you're not
1: in that state of mind to initiate hunger. What well, you know? What I'm thinking about is even like I said for me throughout the day, I'm really not that hungry. I'll have a regular meal and maybe I've under eat under eat. But let's say that Chelsea and I will sit down for what's we're going watch a movie, and all of a sudden I just get I'm starving. Yeah. I guess it's because I'm I'm relaxed.
0: That's exactly right. Wow, okay. Uh, okay. So, so that's one point. And then totally down a rabbit hole, and I'm not going to go down there, but there's also something called leptin resistance, that when you're overweight for a long period of time and you've underate uh, for a long period of time, then um, when you're underfed, it disrupts your hormonal system, and so you don't actually make the hormone to initiate hunger or your brain is burned out from that hormone so much that um, you could even be hungry all the time. And we call that leptin resistance, yet have a really poor metabolism. So sometimes you have to force feed yourself if you've been under uh, eating and you're underfed. You do have to kind of force
1: yourself to eat. That is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what in regards to nutrition, let's start with what you think is the most important and build from there.
0: So I'm gonna just I'm gonna give some practical things today. Okay, okay, because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a blanket statement of what I always say. Okay, it's from Coach Greg Glassman, founder of CrossFit. You know, whatever. Fifteen years ago when I started CrossFit, this is the simplicity of nutrition. This is what he said: eat lean meat, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. I knew you were gonna say that. That's
1: a, that is a dedicated. If you can if you can recite that back, that is very impressive.
0: It's it. It's my life. So eat lean meat. Nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar. And when we look at that nutritional plate, um, it's really simple. We complicate nutrition because you have these Instagram people that are like, go vegan. It's going to change your life. Carnivore is going to change your life. No, they're just making a platform for you, okay, right? They're just, they're just marketing a book or something, Guys, keep it simple, right? Eat protein, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, right? Some starch and no sugar and you're going to live healthy. So we know that. And I think everyone knows that. Paleo, Whole30, right? This nutritional plate is what your body needs to live a long healthy life. So I'm not going to get into carnivore and paleo, you know, versus paleo or Um, paleo versus vegan, to me, diversity is important for the gut bacteria. I want plants and I want animals. So I'm going to kind of throw that away and I'm not going to talk to that as much. I want to talk to a practical step that sometimes the first step is not what you're eating, but how you're eating and how much you're eating. So I would challenge listeners today to evaluate two things. Are you getting enough protein and are you eating three meals a day? But I thought intermittent fasting is like uh transformational. Yeah, kind of, but not really. If you're not eating enough, intermittent fasting is terrible for your health. Mm. And if you're a female who's doing intermittent fasting and under-eating, you're destroying your hormones. Stop intermittent fasting now and eat three meals a day. If you don't, you're not gonna live the abundant life that you you're you're called to. Mm. And until you can actually get your nutrition, just think about it, okay? If you're a 140-pound female, I would ask you to consume 100 grams of protein per day. Do you think you can get that in two meals? No way. It's even hard for me to get 50 grams of protein in meat, lean meat, some nuts, some seeds, in one meal. That's a lot of protein when you really think about it. So you have to have two massive meals. I don't know a female that's intermittent fasting having two massive 50-gram protein meals. So can you do it? No, probably not. And until you you can prove to yourself that you can eat three square meals a day that's centered around protein, there's no point in intermittent fasting. Do not do that anymore. I don't feel good when I eat in the morning. Well, because you're probably eating the wrong thing. You're not It's not about eating oatmeal when you wake up in the morning, okay? You need protein and eggs. You need fat and protein in the morning. Mm. so I'm, i I want to really challenge people today with the two things. Eat enough protein and three meals a day, okay? And we can talk about what protein, like quantity, looks like and what maybe a plate looks like from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But those are the two things I want to
1: kind of hang on today. Okay. It's interesting when you say, are you getting enough protein? Because when you really think about it and you start to measure the food that you eat, I know there's been seasons where I have actually measured it, and at the end of the day, it's like I have under-eaten it drastically. Awesome. calories. Oh, it's insane. It I is. mean,
0: a male needs... I'm going to say an active male needs about three thousand calories a day, and an active female needs about twenty four hundred calories a day. You look around. and I would, if I survey ten moms, maybe one mom is eating over two thousand calories a day.
1: Maybe. That's a lot of
0: food. It's a lot of food. It is. Wow. Yeah, it is. But then you ask them, "Hey, are you tired? Around two, three, four o'clock, do you get brain foggish? Hey, are you sore? do you not recover as well how's your sleep what's your hormones look like what's your thyroid look like how often
1: what's the common response well i'm just not hungry or what's? yeah the... i'm just yeah i forget mm, that's common
0: or or it's just like hey uh, i'm just not hungry well have you had a snack in the last two hours yeah you know i had some cheese and crackers there's organic crack almond flour crackers <laughs> and grass-fed goat cheese <laughs> But guess what? That did is it just created a a little bit of an insulin response, shut down your hunger. Are you going to be hungry an hour later? No, you're not going to be hungry an hour later.
1: <laughs> so that's 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 more of the why. Yeah. It like I said, it, it's fascinating the the under eating population, and I am I fault, fall too. Like I, I know oh, that sometimes, for sure. Me too. Absolutely, man. Again, we're blessed to be
0: busy, so it takes intentionality to eat that. But if you if you were to set it up where okay I don't have to worry about snacks just three square meals a day, with protein fat fiber, healthy carbs right coming from that fiber source, then uh, I think you're you're definitely going to be set up for success. And if you were to
1: have eggs at every meal, then you'd have to get a, another mortgage out on your house right now. I have heard about <laughs> that.
0: I don't know. Where, I don't. A so patient told me about that yesterday. I'm like, really? Eggs? It's
1: incredible. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, we eat a lot of eggs at our house. We do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dozens a week. <clears throat> dozens a week. can actually going right after this to get more eggs um, nice. for the family. Um, okay, so um, common things that pe- they're saying to you, you've kind of gone over a little bit. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like do you want to get out um, on this episode as well when it comes to nutrition?
0: Okay, so we've kind of established stop intermittent fasting, go to three meals a day, no snacking, please, Okay. Balance your plate with protein, fat, fiber, healthy carbs. All right. Now, how much protein should a person? So the two challenges that I'm going to give the listener. Okay. Three meals a day. And if you're a female, try to be about, I would say, 0. 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 100 pounds, 70 grams of protein per day. 150 pounds – 105 grams of protein per day.
1: Okay,
0: so that kind of gives you an idea of. All right, so for most women, they need about 100 grams of protein per day. Okay, we really want those protein sources coming from uh, lean meat, eggs, fish um, as our sources, and then the male we want to be about 150 or so grams of protein per
1: day. How? I'm, I'm going to interrupt you just a question because this has came to my mind. How? How concerned or important is the quality of that food mm-hmm. to you. At yeah. step, uh, maybe talk about for the individual that isn't getting any of this versus they are getting it and they can't figure out why they're always tired. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. The first step
0: would be don't hang your hat on like, oh, I have to get this perfect source of protein. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first goal is just get adequate nutrition. Okay. And then we can clean up from there. Again, we get overwhelmed with grass-fed, wild. Yes, I get it. That's great, and I'm going to tell you, it's great. It's what I eat, but it's what is what is it what you should eat right now? I don't know. I don't know your lifestyle. And if you're not eating enough, then and and that seems really far for you, then just go to go go to Kroger and and get whatever's on sale. I don't care. I don't care if it's grain-fed right now. Just get some nourishment into your body. Mm-hmm. Get some nutrition into your body. Get that quantity up, and then we can clean up from there. Yes, ideally, we want clean grass-fed meats. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but if you can't, or you're not on, and, and that's in that kind of season, and it seems overwhelming, then lean meats, less fat, okay, is going to be the cleaner way of getting a, a, a less healthy meat. And
1: that that transition too would probably yield to not or not having the excuse of it is so expensive. Right. That's eating right. healthy is so because it is. It I is. mean, let's it's, call a spade a spade. It uh-huh. is healthier. But if you're not getting any good nutrition, some that is a, a lesser invest or less investment is better than nothing at all. That's right.
0: Yeah, you nailed it. As long as you're meeting that nutritional requirement, then we can build a foundation that then clean up from there. So uh-huh. Three meals a day, trying to get total quantity of 120 to – or 120, 150 grams of protein per day going from kind of female to male depending on how much you weigh. And remember, when you consume protein, it's going to raise your metabolism. You're going to burn more calories eating more protein. It's very satiating. And so you're just not going to be hungry for all those sugars and carbs that you may want to kind of run to. So um, nutritional building, right? So we have strength training. And then we got to feed what we train. So we need about 0. 0.6 to 0. 0.8 grams of protein per day, grams of protein per pound of body weight per day. So that's going to be about 100 grams for that female, about 150 or so grams for that male. And we're going to do that in three portions, no snacking. We're going to stabilize blood sugar levels. We're nourishing and and and, and helping our, our muscles recover. We're nourishing our brain and our body. We're helping our hormones balance. And watch, watch what happens to how great you feel, what your weight loss, what weight loss, uh, what weight loss occurs, and your body composition that starts to change. So those are kind of our two initiating pillars of health.
1: If going back to the beginning of the episode, I, I do want to ask you this question: If Someone has one gigantic meal a day, and they've done it for years because they've trained their body to do that. And you have you said you should force yourself. How long will that forcing last, if that makes sense? Yeah, like, about it, two
0: weeks until the hunger starts returning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So once you start really hammering that nutrition early on in the day, then you start wanting it more. And it's going to take about two, sometimes four weeks, yeah. depending upon how, um, how you're – hormonal system is is currently operating.
1: Speak to that person right now that's listening to this episode that is eating that one meal a day but yet they're always tired and they're just not hungry. What would you say to them right now?
0: Yeah, uh, I would tell you um if you're having if you're having those symptoms of you one, you know you're under eating, two you're having maybe health Concerns, health symptoms of chronic fatigue and chronic pain and not sleeping well and hormone disruption, then uh, the, your way is probably not working, right? It's very difficult to get 2,000, 2,500 calories in per when one meal per day. Is it going to work in the beginning? Yeah, it probably did. But at some point, a shift has to happen where you're getting adequate calories because your metabolism, your hormonal system is just – it's just kind of going to ha- it's, it's, it's going to adapt to how much nutrition you're consuming. And so more than like you're in hibernation mode, starvation mode is what we call it. So I would just say, hey, go from one meal to two meals a day. If you're at two meals, go from two meals to three meals a day. Just add one meal to try to get to that ideal three meals per day, no snacking, stable blood sugar levels, and adequate protein.
1: That's good. Pillar of health, nutrition. Anything else you want to add? That's it. You got You you want to eat? You gotta get. You got. You, you're you're looking at that. I'm just gonna keep going with his ep. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the the um, <laughs> the Real Health Podcast with Doctor B. Just had a a a, a brain Tuesday. To- too that- early, bro. No, not too early. I just was gonna say something else, but. Real Health Podcast with Dr. B, guys. Thank you so much. Make sure you give us a five-star rating, a five-star review. We would love it. And share this on your Facebook and your Instagram. Pillar of Health Nutrition. Share it with everyone. Talk to you soon. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple podcast and you scroll down, give us a five star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time and we'll see you next episode.